You are Locked On NBA Draft, your daily podcast on the NBA Draft, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On NBA Draft. I know this is a little bit late of an episode dropping Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday evening. My name is Richard Saman. Got a good episode for you today. It's going to be kind of quick. Joined by Buttermilk Jesus, aka at Cozy Lido on Twitter. He has been on the show before to talk about the JT Thor uh, hive that he has led. And it was a really good episode. So got him back for this episode. But first, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Uh, so Buttermilk, how are you doing? Doing all right. I mean, uh, yesterday, Cole Anthony and Franz Wagner had career games. Uh, both guys I had in my top eight, so I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, yeah, just, yeah, just happy that basketball's back. Yeah, and I am very happy as someone who likes to think uh, that they're big with the magic, you know, that you name those two guys in particular, two guys who, one of them, I wasn't high enough on Franz Wagner, but Cole Anthony was my guy, huge on him. Um, I really liked what he's done. I mean, he's already growing into a really solid player. But um, so for for this, let's talk about upperclassmen. You know, we keep seeing Chris Duarte doing his thing. He's averaging like 17 points a game. He's he's looking just like a veteran at a 24 years old that we thought he would. He's lived up to the hype. I know it's way too early to start saying that, but he's going to live up to the hype. This isn't a fluke. This is very much who he is. And he has a coach who yeah. can perfectly you know, play to his strengths in Rick Carlisle. We've seen him do that for those players who love playing in that role. I've, I've coined it like a Carlisle guy. Uh, the high IQ, mistake-free, can shoot. It's a perfect fit. But so let's try and find for the 2022 NBA draft a new Chris Duarte. It's a little bit harder because Chris Duarte was 24 years old. Uh, there's only one player who really comes out as that mold, and I'll jump right into him as a candidate, and that is Paul Scruggs from Xavier. He's going to be a fifth-year senior. He's 24, 6'4", same height as Chris Duarte, 196 pounds, has a 6'10 wingspan. Um, he averaged 14 points per game, 5.7 assists, four rebounds, 1.6 steals on 46% from the field, 32.5% from three, and 84% from the line. So kind of has all those tools. He's a good two-way player, not quite the shooter that Chris Duarte is and was. But what do you think of Paul Scruggs from Xavier? So Paul Scruggs is a guy I haven't been exposed to too much just because I haven't just watched enough Xavier basketball as I'd like to, uh, just Big East in general. But um, from what I've seen, Scruggs' length really pops off, like you said. Uh, nearly a seven-foot wingspan for a guy at 6'4 um, allows him to just play a lot bigger than his size indicates. Um, he's a really good slasher. He's a, a, a pretty impressive passer, in my opinion. Um, and he's got a lot of craft as a scorer. Um, the thing I'd be looking for this year is to see just – He's a good shooter, uh, not great. I just would like to see more consistency from that end, um, just to round out the three-level scoring. But in general, he's a guy that I think it's, it's he's pretty much an NBA player, in my opinion, just because of production. Um, I don't know what his draft ceiling is. I would probably – I don't – yeah, I don't think he's a first-rounder, in my opinion. Um, but a second-round guy in the mid-second round, I would be very fine with that being a pick. Um, yeah, what do you think? 
Yeah, I mean, I think his draft stock is pretty limited, maybe like 50 or so, but I mean, it doesn't mean he can't stick. There's been a lot of older undrafted free agents that that can stick. And I think that's kind of the ceiling with Paul Scruggs. Another player who is uh, from the Big East that is going to be an upperclassman this year is Julian Champagny. He was the uh, Big East most improved player, really just took home a bunch of awards in the Big East, averaged 20 points a game, seven rebounds and assist, a steal, a block, all per game, 43% from the field, 38% from the three, uh, almost 90% from the free throw line. Tell me what you like about Champagny, because I know you're someone who before he withdrew from the 2021 class, you really liked him. And I know on locker room, green room, all that. Yeah, we talked a lot about CT, him. Uh, CT Fabio have been on this train for a while. Uh, he is, I just think he's a guy that fits really well into the modern NBA uh, as a six, eight forward that can shoot as well. He does with the volume that he has. Um, like you said, almost 90% from the line, uh, 37% on long twos, um, pretty strong block and steal rates in my opinion. Um, he just looks like an NBA player and more importantly than anything for me is where he is on his age curve. Um, he was a guy that was, if drafted last year would have been just 20 years old, despite being a sophomore, um, this year going to be barely, I, I think I mentioned this in the group chat. He, he won't even be able to celebrate draft night at a bar because he'd still be under 21 on draft night. And for a junior, I mean, that's, uh, that's quite optimistic as far as just like, uh, projecting upside. Um, to me, kind of fits that Morris twins archetype. Marcus Morris, uh, of just a face up four with a lot of pull up equity. Um, I think the best version of this archetype, just this three level face up scoring forward, looks kind of like a Tobias Harris type. Not saying he'll ever reach those heights, but as far as where, where, what I'm envisioning, it's that kind of player. And to me, that's easily worth a first round pick, um, considering his de developmental trajectory. And yeah, it's, it's very hard to learn the skills as far as the pull-up proficiency. That's a very hard thing to master. And that's something that's enabled him to lead the Big East in scoring as a 19-year-old teenager. So um, yeah, I just love Julian Champagny. Uh, I think I have him borderline top 20 to start the year off. Um, I had him at the late first last year. I'm just kind of projecting some development. And he's got room to move up to even the late lotto, maybe, if everything breaks right. So uh yeah, Julian Champagny, keep an eye out on him. He's just a very, very solid prospect that just doesn't get enough talk to me. So, yeah. No, I agree. I also have him top 20 to start the year. So very welcome uh, to have someone else in that club. And I feel vindicated a little bit on that. So hopefully that sustains. He just needs to add a little bit of strength. I love what you said, though, three-level score that can – I mean, he really doesn't have an offensive foal in his game. But he's probably going to win Big East Player of the Year. He is a really strong candidate to just go first round. He's probably going to be the – First upperclassman taken in the draft, I would guess. Um, he's He's got the complete package. So when we come back, we'll talk about a couple more guys that we see as upperclassman candidates to fulfill that Chris Duarte role of the 2022 NBA draft. But first, let me tell you about prize picks. Prize picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. I love this, and I know you will too. Prize picks is the best NBA daily fantasy sports prop game on the market. They also offer more NBA props than any other daily fantasy sports props operator, and they offer all superstar players as well as bench player. They have everybody. 
All you have to do is when you deposit, use promo code NBA and you will receive a 100% instant deposit match. You can mix and match projections. Uh, you can take something with LeBron and cross it with Mahomes in the same entry and it works smoothly. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play and entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is that easy. PrizePix is safe and offers fast withdrawals, so don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com and use promo code NBA or go to your app store and download the app today. PrizePix is daily fantasy made easy. All right, welcome back to Locked on NBA Draft. Again, joined by at Cozy Lido, also known as Buttermilk Jesus on Twitter. We are talking about upperclassmen that could be this year's Chris Duarte in the 2022 NBA draft. Let's go with the next one. Let's start with Iverson Molinar from Mississippi State. He is from Panama. He's 6'3", 190 pounds. Another guy who could be that three-level scorer. As a sophomore, he shot 48% from the field, 44% from three, 80% from the line, had 17 points per game, two assists, two turnovers, and 3.7 rebounds per game as well as a steal game. Talk to me about Iverson Molinar. Are you as high on him as I am? Uh, he's not. Uh, I probably don't have him first round, but as a second round, just uh, just flyer, I kind of love him. Um, he has a high level of athleticism to me, uh, really deadly first step, uh, pretty solid ball handling, just kind of a hooper in general. Uh, um, he doesn't shy away from contact. I think he's a good pull-up shooter. Um and he's able to get to the rim uh, really well, obviously, as a slasher with the athleticism. Um, his usage rate is super uh, – it's, it's impressed me as far as just he got to 26.5% as a sophomore, yet he only had 2.2 turnovers a game. Uh, my only – my hesitation with him being a first-rounder is that he's a 6'3 combo guard. I just don't really think the passing is quite there for him to be anything but – uh, quote unquote nominal too. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. What do you think about as far as him translating as a six, three combo guard? Cause these guys are always guys that I hesitate to buy in too much. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I personally wouldn't put him as a first round pick. I think he probably tops out around 40 on the big board and probably both also in the draft. Like you said, six, three combo guards is really hard. Uh, while the turnovers did decrease with the usage, his playmaking didn't really skyrocket. So that's going to be exactly. a big test for him. Will that sky? Will that playmaking skyrocket? If not, it's going to be kind of hard. I, I agree with everything else you said, though. Um, I, what, I, what do you make of him as a defender? Because I, I kind of like him. Uh, he kind of fouls a lot, but other than that, I really like how he uses his length um, and just his aggression in general. Yeah, I, I don't know if he's ever going to be really more than average on defense, especially just because his height uh, kind of limits him. He has good athleticism, body control, motor, all that stuff. But um, he just, I don't know, he doesn't have any standout trait as a defender. He doesn't really get under your skin, only one steal a game, uh, really 0.9 technically. Uh, but I think, again, it'll we'll know a lot from his junior year. Um, going to the next person, this is someone who I know you've also talked about before. Jaime Jaquez at UCLA, teammate of Johnny Juzang, uh, another upperclassman actually that I didn't even register when pulling this list together. But talk to me about Jaime Jaquez because I struggled to figure him out. He was on the Pac-12 all-defense and on the all-Pac-12 team 
But what's the selling point with Hakez this year as a 6'6", 220 forward wing? Uh, he's a skilled ancillary type. Um, yeah, like you said, just kind of an old-school 6'6 wing. Um, he can hit shots with the perimeter. Uh, he can back down smaller guys. And I think he just plays with a lot of uh, just – I don't know, just good craft and footwork for the most part. Uh, vertically, he's a little challenge, but I, I just think he's a guy that has enough skill and just is going to be put in position at UCLA with uh, just Johnny Juzang and uh, Peyton Watson. Like, there's going to be enough talent on the team for me to just think he's going to get a bunch of eyes on him. Uh, a guy that already had draft considerations last season, uh, I just expect him to improve. Um, like I said, he's not the most athletic or quickest guy for a 6'6 guy, but I just, I just believe in the skill and the field, and uh, I just have a thing for Chicano prospects too, so that doesn't hurt. Um, yeah, just an ancillary type that I think just is going to be worth a mid-second round, uh, maybe early second rounder, depending on how the season goes. But uh, just, yeah, not necessarily the most exciting as far as creation-wise, but as far as being a role player, I think he does that really well. Yeah, I mean, everything you just described sounds like almost a little bit of, and I don't know this isn't one-to-one -one at all, and it's not even maybe 0.5 to one, but <laughs> Justin Champagny a uh, little bit sounds almost. Yes, a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Like some shades of, uh, and obviously, I mean, he's, he's on Toronto, I think, right. He has played very well in Toronto. Yes. He's, he's really stood out. Um, yep. I was kind of surprised just how well he's played this early, but yeah. Yeah, and I think a little bit undersized of the four kind of is the thing with right. uh, yeah, that's right. similar. That's what I feel like Hawkes's role will end up being is just that kind of almost Swiss Army knife as an undersized four. Uh yeah. if that makes sense. Like so I, I like that. Uh another guy that now that I'm just thinking about it, um, Matthew Meyer of Baylor kind of reminds me yes. of him as well. Uh, he's bigger. Uh, but as far as being an ancillary type, uh, an upperclassman that's gonna play on a really good team. Um and can provide shooting uh, defense, just kind of like a glue Swiss Army knife type that, again, doesn't have much creation upside. But as far as just giving you defensive versatility, giving you just off-ball utility, uh, I think there's a spot in the NBA for them. Uh, Matthew Meyer isn't a guy that I'm super high on, but I know Mike Ribanov is. And so uh, I just got to keep an eye on just solely just because of that um, endorsement. So um, just to throw in another name in there. Hey, that's a good one that I almost forgot. So thank you for saving my face in this. <laughs> uh, Matthew Meyer is someone who I've started to warm up on a little bit. I had Jordan Ennis uh, come on and do a little bit about five minutes talking about him. And he kind of sold me. I still am not the highest on Meyer. I probably wouldn't spend more than a second round pick on him. But yeah. that doesn't mean I don't think he can return a top 30 value. Yeah. He, he does have the creation upside a little bit more than some of the other yeah, guys we've named. Definitely has an impressive handle for a 6'8 guy. Yeah, um, exactly. Something to keep an eye on. Exactly. That size, creation ability, and, and some defense as well. Uh, so that's actually a good one. So we'll kind of lead with defense on the other side of this. But first, let me tell you about Shopify and Bet Online. Shopify is an all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. In case you don't know, Shopify is a complete commerce platform that lets you start, grow, and manage a business. The subscription-based software allows anyone to set up an online store and sell their products. Shopify store owners can also sell in physical locations using Shopify POS, our point-of-sale app, and accompanying hardware. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big businesses, so upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell anywhere, synchronize online, 
and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility, and Shopify helps you make your entrepreneurial dreams come true. Shopify powers over 1.7 million businesses from first scale to full scale, reaching customers online and across social networks. And it allows you to gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. So go to shopify.com slash locked on NBA, all lowercase for a free 14 day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash locked on NBA right now. Shopify.com slash locked on NBA. NBA season's in full swing, and you know what that means. Bet Online is back, and it is better than ever. A new web interface for the start of basketball season and more props, odds, lines ever than, than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for basketball and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile site today for sign up bonus and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKED ON with one word to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, baseball, postseason, even though there's only one game left tonight or tomorrow, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to Vegas, casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for 2021 22 seasons. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. So, welcome back to Locked On NBA Draft. Uh, continuing where we left off defense an upperclassman this is your guy this is the only person we're going to talk about on this side and then we're actually going to end it short we're going to end on the high note for you i know this is someone <laughs> we differ horribly on i had this player in my 70s you had him i i don't i'm not gonna put words in your mouth but much higher than me and i late 20s admit, yeah. <laughs> yeah i admit i was probably too low on him uh but i think as a junior he's really primed for a nice breakout especially in the shooting department and that is a member of the all Big 12 2021 team, Terrence Shannon from Texas Tech. He's 6'6, 210, averaged 13 points a game, four rebounds, one and a half assists, one steal on 45% shooting, 36% from three, and 76% from the line. Take the floor. Uh, quite simply, last year, I just viewed him as one of the most underrated just wing prospects, um, especially because the defense. Um, he had an argument as one of the five most impressive uh, defenders last season, in my opinion. Um, to me, just, he defends with his feet and hands very well. He covers ground very well. Uh, just scheme versatile, has an aptitude as a nail defender, uh, clean footwork. Um, the shooting is a thing that I think is something that's still very much developing despite him being a junior, but something that just, I trust, um, for all the difficulties about his jumper, he still shot, uh, 55% true shooting on 36% three point and had a 75% free throw. Uh, I, he was more of a creator in high school, apparently. I haven't watched enough high school tape, but apparently, according to PD, um, I, from what I heard, there, there was a lot more creation as far as just what he was able to show off. Um, and yeah, I agree that there's more scoring than the 13 points might indicate there. I think he could be a guy that could very much uh, hop into the top 20 um, if that creation upside hopefully just shows up at uh, Texas Tech. Um. Yeah, I yeah, just really good defender, very just ancillary wing, but has more upside than uh your typical ancillary wing. Um, good athleticism too. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just kind of rambling, but uh, what what are you what what are you looking for as far as uh maybe converting you as to the character junior as a first rounder train? It's 
it all lies in the shooting. I, I don't think he has a ton of issues outside of the shooting. And any issue I do have elsewhere is so minor that it's not holding me back. It's just I worry the shooting is a fatal flaw. And he has the basketball IQ to overcome it. Um, he just airballs too many easy jump shots, and that's always been a turnoff to me. I know the three-point percentage and free throw percentage could indicate otherwise. I just need to see some consistency and making simple shots is really what it is for me. But Yeah, um, I just think he's a guy that Dan is going to value just because the athleticism and the wing and the fact that he does have the skill that he has already. Um, yeah, I just – I don't I, – I never really saw the case for him <laughs> maybe in the 70s. But as far as just, just he's just a guy that I think the NBA is gonna like very much. Uh, I just like to see maybe better off ball recognition as far as the defender. Um, and but yeah, he's a guy I think that will benefit a lot from NBA spacing uh, eventually. Um, what, uh, do you have any issues about his left hand? Um, just maybe relying on it a bit too much because that's something that I noted. Yeah, that was one of the things I also had written down. Uh, but it again, I actually don't think it's that fatal of a flaw, especially if he can shoot. I I really do think that it it won't hurt him all that much. Like I, I just I don't know. I, I think he's some of the other stuff, he's fine and and you know, players get better as they get older. I was probably too harsh. I don't think he'll even remotely come close to the 70s unless he gets somehow worse again. Yeah. Um, because the 2021 draft I was was really deep and I liked a lot more players than I think I will in 2022. So I, I don't see totally that happening fair. again. Yeah. He'll add some more strength, I'm sure, over the summer. He'll be okay. He'll be okay. I think he yeah. ends up I, – I do think he goes second round. I actually think he's pretty limited in drafts. Yeah, I also he, agree. But other far, than that, far, I mean, yeah. doesn't mean he can't be good. Like that – you know, older players go later in the draft. That's just kind of how it goes. Yeah. Um, things to keep an eye on. Just, yeah, the right hand rely, – or just reliance on the left hand, just seeing him finish more with the right hand would uh, be really – nice to see and just seeing more consistency obviously from three pointers uh seeing less bricks basically um other than that though i think the athleticism and defensive potential are high enough for him to be a pretty safe prospect as far as uh value goes especially if we're talking about like an early second i think he's a pretty great value at that um that range of the draft so um yeah and honestly now that i'm thinking about it as an off-ball guy i, I really don't think the shooting is super important because I really think he's a very good cutter. Um, I think he's got great court awareness in general. Just, yeah. Um, able to read and react as a defender and an offensive player. Um, so I'm just buying on that feel along with the athleticism, along with the legit defensive uh, upside. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, all everything you said, I mean, was pretty informative and I, I learn a lot every time I talk to you about any prospect, but especially Terrence Shannon Jr., so I really appreciate you coming on here. Um, this is really fun as always. Hopefully now, you know, everyone has learned some new names, some new things about some upperclassmen for the 2022 NBA draft and that you hopefully put up with my nasally voice um, coming over a sickness in case you couldn't tell by my voice. But uh, Buttermilk, tell everyone where they can find you and if you have anything coming up anytime soon. Uh, as always, find me on Twitter uh, at Cozy Lito, just like, the king from dune but with an eyes of the e uh <laughs> i i'm hoping working on some uh just uh, some actual content for november um so just keep an eye on that um don't know where it'll be exactly but it, I, I know it's coming so there you go um yeah thanks for having me on it's always rich i love to hop on and talk some drafts so
yeah, not, not, this will not be the last time you're on probably even before the turn of the calendar. So thank you so much. My name is Richard Stamen at Mavs draft on Twitter, joined by buttermilk Jesus at cozy Lido on Twitter. Follow both of us. If you don't follow us already, um, cause he's doing a lot of good stuff. He's one of the best Twitter follows on draft Twitter. You won't regret it. Thank you so much for listening and have a great rest of your day.